Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. With great power comes great responsibility. I'm sitting here drinking my tincture. Martin. What are you drinking? Mate, I'm I'm following I'm following Spider-Man's podcast number one rule, and that's get some water and stay hydrated. Yeah, always stay hydrated. Are you drinking water? Pause the podcast. Pause it. Get a get a sip of water. Go just get a, a sip, sip of water. Just just one sip's all you need, son. Quetch that whistle. Then put your headphones in and tune into another episode of Swinging Through Spider-Man. Of course, we're back. It's Spider-Man. We're reading through one at a time, completely blind. That's the name of the podcast, Swinging Through Spider-Man. Kind of ambling through Spider-Man. Blind. Mate, we are literally like legless, armless, don't even have a fucking guide dog. You know when you go to like Comic-Con, right, and you see the parade and you see these people that have like fully polished literally look like they stepped right out the comic or right out the game or the movie and onto the stage yeah that's other spider-man podcasts what we are we we're a person that's literally wearing like the t-shirt that makes them not cosplay but looks like they're wearing the same outfit you know what i mean you know what i mean like we're we're a wanza you're wearing that body fit iron man t-shirt yeah that fella like other okay. podcasts are a tux like a full-on tux and we are the tux t-shirt so you spent the first two minutes of the intro of the podcast shitting on the podcast yeah but stick around kiddies you're gonna find out exactly why we keep doing this week in week out barring last week <laughs> <laughs> that's legless bradley hughes i'm armless james rushton together we're swinging through spider-man of course we've got another spider-man issue to bring you we've got issue 65 of stanley's baby the and amazing spider-man we're back with we, it man we we left off in in a right fucking pickle last time didn't we it was a state and i can tell you spoiler alert it does not get better oh god this gets what in its own way of speaking, its own manner of speaking, this gets fucking worse. <laughs> is, is, is Peter Parker sink to a, loon, a new low? Yes. Twice. Oh, God. Not even once. <laughs> so this is, of course, the Amazing Spider-Man issue 65 that we'll be doing today. Published October 10th, 1968. Can you believe that inked by Jim Mooney, lettered by Artie Simek, edited by Stan Lee, and John Romita Sr., of course, was involved last time, Brad. Y'all fucking happy now. We've, we've said all <laughs> of them. Everyone. Every one of them. And Janice made the coffee. <laughs> she could just about vote. It was not a but good you, time. 1968, man, no. 70s weren't better. Oh God, From no. what I, I've seen, seventies dining manuals, and it's it's a lot of aspic. You know, asp. You know what aspic is? No, but I do want to kind of veer off and ask you why you was reading seventies dining manuals because they are horrifying. Oh, it's like reading like it's bad. It's it, awful. Is it like reading middle class Stephen King? It's just like oh, ghastly. So aspic. There is a good reason for aspic. It's a savoury jelly, right? Okay. Right, you've lost me. Okay, aspic is a savoury jelly, and it contains, you can put sweet corn or eggs eggs in it, or nah, meat. Nah, man. Not, mm. But tomato aspic looks all right, which is like a jellied tomato dish. Fucking shrimp aspic or egg aspic can can go away. So 70s dining wasn't good, and we're still two years away from the 70s, so time is just really bad right now. Well, we have seen Mary Jane's new hairstyle, and that was uh, that was poor, to say the least. Well, do you want to see it again? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it is contained in issue 65 of The Amazing Spider-Man. Last time we left off, Spider-Man had just defeated the Vulture, 
of course he collapsed from exhaustion a crowd moved in the crowd that contained you know gwen stacy george stacy had dad and jay jonah jameson of the daily bugle there was a lot of people in this crowd and they all moved around around spider-man and some of the more vocal members of the crowd kind of went shall we take his mask off it's pretty humanity sucks it's it's pretty fucked up they've literally just watched spider-man save a child because um he's in this he's been left in this state he's been left in um in this you know decrepit heap on the floor because he's just uh he's just had a fight with the vulture hasn't he and um Mm-hmm. Whilst in that tussle, Spider-Man was basically basically threw himself in the way of a small child that was on one of the balconies up above and um, ended up plummeting back down to Earth um, and kind of sacrificing himself to uh, to injure the vulture who flew off. So um, leaving himself completely vulnerable, you know, he, fl- he, he fell down to the ground, hit the, the cold concrete and um, passed out. So this crowd... You know they, they've 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 literally just watched Spider Man save a save a child, and now they're baying for his blood. It's fucking. It's annoyed me so much how they thought. Yeah, let's 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 really fuck his, his life up. Oh yeah, completely. Well, one man who isn't standing for any of that bullshit, of course, is Captain George Stacy, always an honest man, Gwen's dad, and the first thing he says is like, no, no. Everyone back off, right? Because we haven't the right to do this. And he comes in at the right time because the police come in as well and they say, right, Spider-Man needs an ambulance because he's probably dead. <laughs> Someone needs to move in. <laughs> okay, that, that police officer is the only voice of reason, that whole crowd, you know, barring, barring Stacy, but you kind of expect that from him. Yeah, everyone is shouting, unmask him. We'll see who he is. We can find out at last. All they want to know. They're not cared about they're not caring about Spider-Man's condition. They're caring about who who he is. Me- like, they just want to know the information. Meanwhile, his 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 arm is twisted behind his back, his other one's behind his head. He's just completely like he's just thought fell a couple of stories. And all you want to do is unmask him. What if, what would they do if he hit his head on the way down and you unmask him and a chunk of brain comes out, you know, like Oberyn? It's not. It's it's a horrible situation, and it's like the the crowd. Bad crowds are because when crowds gather, it's like you have that group thinking it's always yeah, yeah, nasty. It's, it's, um, it's called mob mentality. Horrible. horrible. No one's looking out for the good things in a mob. Are there good mobs? Can you have a good positive mob? I have yet to see one. You can't. You can't. But Spider-Man, of course, out for, out for the count, doesn't know what's going on. The police move in. They call in an ambulance. They need to get him back to an infirmary, hospital, whatever. Gwen Stacy and her father, George, of course, on, st- on scene. J. Jonah Jameson is there, kicking up a fuss, demanding that the police do their duty and reveal the identity of Spider-Man. Because, of, co- of course, Jameson will be doing that, and he's, he's very angry. And he calls George Stacy some kind of nut. Oh, it's nice. Like, are you are you crazy? Like a pistachio, or like no? He means he means. Are you crazy? You're a oh, nut. Home with you, as in. Like, yeah, and he, yeah. he, you, you kind of feel for Jameson because he is seconds away from achieving his lifelong goal. It's just a shame that his lifelong goal is shit. <laughs> well, we um, this is something else that happened in the previous comic to kind of understand why JJ is on the ground floor, you know, with Spider Man. Is um, the Vulture also tried to kill um, J Jonah Jameson and uh, is it Robert? Yeah, yeah, um, Joe Robertson, Robbie, Joe, Robbie, Robbie yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe, quote Robbie, quote unquote Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like his parents named him Rob, Robbie in middle name at birth. His first name is already a nickname. Exactly. He doesn't need a second one. Like, you know, I've never never quite understood the whole um the whole Rob to Bob. Rob Bob Bobby Robbie Robert. I mean Robert is quite funny. Bob-bobber. Robert is quite yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just stick to a name, man. It's just Jimbo. <laughs> but Stacy, of course, the reason he doesn't like, and he shuts down Jameson, right? So Jameson, of course, gives him the whole, the riot act. Why aren't you, you know, why are you stopping, man? 
I've been after him for years. And Stacy moves in and says, well, it's a, a little thing called the law, my friend. We're not positive, but he has rights. And Jameson's like, "What? what's rights? <laughs> like, this, like everyone working in India, the Daily Bugle is like shackled to the desk. Like this, this man has never ever seen a health and safety list, let alone adhered to it. They're only right, they're only wrong. Tragically, Gwen Stacy is searching for Peter Parker. Oh, at this scene, right? Last Peter Parker was last seen on a building which is now in pieces. <laughs> Gwen's just like not again. I can't oh, she- lose him again. <laughs> There's these rescue workers, and right, these rescue workers are just people. They're just people picking up rocks. And she's like, "Are there any? Are there any bodies underneath?" And then this guy's like, "Nothing but rubble, lady." He's, he's just like, "Back off, man! I'm trying to find some good loot." <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! I'm just looking for some candlesticks or something. And then she assumes from that, well, Peter must be safe. The building he was standing on is rubble, but he's not. He's, he's like, bloody like, and broken corpses and under there. Like these two men. This is two randomers off the street. And one whole building's worth of rubble. And it's not just, not just any building. A tower in the middle of New York City. Like that's a lot of <laughs> fucking rubble. Why does she just assume? Like, do the math. There are two, as you said, two blokes, a lot of rubble. <laughs> that, and they've only got one, the guy's only got one rock in his hand. It's, it's, been, it's been all of about 10 minutes as well. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, knowing Peter Parker's look, the famed Parker look, if there was a rescue dog looking for him, it would piss all over him. <laughs> to be fair, if if uh, if Peter was in this sort of situation, calling back to one of my favourite moments that we've experienced through these issues, like it's not the first time he's been trapped under rubble. So we know <laughs> we know he's got he's got he's got the strength to to dig deep in those sort of situations and pull it off him. Well, George Stacy, of course, is always there for Gwen. And when Gwen gets upset and runs over to her dad, he calms her down and says, well, Peter might just be developing photos of, you know, the big fucking bird man he was taking photos of. Mate, imagine being that that quick to the uh, to the dark room. <laughs> but Jameson, he's having, a, he's having to hear words from Robertson now because Robertson was on that roof and he's recovering from his injuries and even he knows that the Vulture was attacking the city and Spider-Man was defending everyone from the Vulture. But Jameson isn't going to drop his grudge. So Robertson comes and goes, why, why wouldn't Spider-Man protect people from the Vulture? Because Spider-Man clearly protects people. <laughs> and Jameson just says, oh, there's a fucking grudge and I can't stand anyone with grudges. Oh, fucking hell. JJ, just pull that cigarette from out of your asshole for fucking 10 minutes and realise that you're an absolute prick. I, there is a... It's like when a politician says something and everyone knows they're lying, right? Everyone knows. And they say, oh, yeah, oh, look, a lie again. It's like, what What did you think? What did you think you, they were going to do? What did, what did you fucking think? <laughs> so I'm not even angry he said that. It's like, I, what would I expect any better? It's a good point. It's that whole uh, fool me once, shame on, uh, shame on me. No, no. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. <laughs> or ever how that thing goes. Shall we check in on Spider-Man? Yeah, to be fair, this whole thing about Spider-Man having rights in order to keep his identity, I don't think that's that's an actual right. I don't think you have the right to that. Um, Thank God someone edited that Wikipedia page really quickly when George Stacey was looking about whether it was right or not. <laughs> But it's like uh, Spider-Man is is still still a, a, a wanted criminal at the moment. He's done a lot of bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, allegedly a lot of bad. Brad, he's about to do more bad. Mate, mate I don't care how you slice it. Even if you're going to be saving an astronaut from a crashing spaceship, 
you still shouldn't steal an F twenty two. I don't. I don't care. That's still a crime. You still don't do it. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Spider Man, of course, he's been carted off in an ambulance to an infirmary. It's a police infirmary. <laughs> Shit. I'm sorry. I've just. I just had visions in my head. You know when you're playing GTA and you get out of a car whilst it's driving really fast? <laughs> I just had visions of Spider-Man doing that with the jet. It's tumbling out of it. Yeah. Anywho, carry on. So he gets put in the back of this ambulance and everyone's unsure about what to do. They're like, do we unmask him? Do we leave him? Um, it's the medical staff and police who don't know what to do. They don't know where the legality lies. Like, what if he needs help and we need to take his mask off? They're just like, no, we can't. We can't unmask him because the police commissioner himself has said, hands off, hands off Spider-Man. So Spider-Man fully costumed has been placed in a hospital bed in a police infirmary behind bars. He's, he's clearly had no medical attention either. <laughs> Literally just threw him in bed and just been like... They, they haven't even done, do you know the concussion thing where they put a torch in your eyes? Yeah, nothing. Not I've a thing. it over his mask. I <laughs> <laughs> went, oh yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Look, he, he, he's fully passed out. I haven't even seen one single stethoscope yet. How do we know he's got a pulse? How do we know he's not course, dead? All of this unmasking from, talk from the police, it stems from Jameson's rants. Everyone overheard it. So they're like, oh, I agree. We should take the fucking mask off. We don't have another chance. Well... It's something I know about the Marvel Universe when it comes to like the uh, the original Civil War comic. It was like there was a lot of police officers that were saying like, "Well, we tried to do the best. We have the first criminals. Yet our face is out there. Our name is on our uniform. Someone can find our name in a in a, in a uh, a database. This guy comes along, says that we're doing a shit job, and he's trying. He's, he's you know." Cause just because you got superpowers, why should they be better than me? Like they should be, they should also be forced to not have to hide. Like, you know what I mean? It's that it's that kind of thing. Incredibly deep, Brad. Well, maybe uh, a little. <laughs> well, Spider Man wakes up, and thankfully, there's no one in the in the room. It's just Foggy Nelson's come along for some fucking legal reason. He doesn't know shit about. We've already established all of this. He doesn't know anything about the law. George Stacy's standing guard and a single police officer. Spider Man wakes up in the infirmary on his own. He kind of looks up and he's like, uh, "What happened? Where am I?" And then he looks at a guard. He's like, "Okay, okay." There's a police guard. And he looks to the window and sees bars. And he's like, okay, okay, I've been arrested. <laughs> Just like reaches for the nearest paperback. <laughs> Just like, oh, okay. It's like, okay. It's happening. Okay. <laughs> I've been arrested. <sighs> he's not even checking whether he's got his mask on or not. He's like, Anything could have happened between then and then. It's surely the thought of him being on mask must have popped into his head by now. Spider-Man puts two and two together. He sees the bars. He sees the police guards. He sees where he is and he says one thing to himself. I need to wait, gain my strength back, then fucking get the fuck out of here. And then I'm going to be out to Strixville. Yeah. Yeah, that would definitely be like, it will... Definitely put you in the clear, escaping from police guard. Oh, yeah, 100%. Definitely breaking out violently from custody will definitely set you straight. That is a swinging through Spider-Man rule. If you're put in custody, fight back. (laughs) They're going to take you anyway, so you might as well do it swinging. Laws of combat apply. You can have a trial by combat. You don't need to announce it. Just hit, hit the authorities really hard in the face, and I guarantee you, you will be fine. You can also pick a champion. Now, if you want that champion to be a shiv and you just so happen to be holding it, that's fine as well. Yeah, I mean, if you need the policeman's taser, you don't have to ask to borrow him. You can just reach for his belt I and mean, take it from him. It's allowed. Let's face it, that taser was paid with your taxes. So technically, it's your property. 
It's just holding it. You don't even need to ask. Just, 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 just grab it and you'll be fine. He's looking after it for you. Don't, of course. Yeah, please This don't. is a disclaimer. Please Do don't. not fucking grab. Because a lot of our audience are American. Your police don't have tasers, right? They've got real guns. If you grab it, you are going to be filled with so many bullets. <laughs> Mate, you'd be, fi- you'd be filled with so much metal, you'd be mistaken for molten, man. <laughs> Do you like that one? Do you like that one? Bringing yeah, you like that Brad, one. Bradley, he's bringing it back. Bringing I love it. it. Back. So hours pass in the infirmary. George Stacy's still there. Spider-Man's still there. George Stacy takes a break to call Gwen Stacy. He wants to know where, where's Peter Parker. He wants to, you know, make sure his daughter's okay. Where's that she's boy worried about Peter, Peter Parker. Parker? I like his, I like the cut of his jib. I'm very worried about him and how he's managed to teleport into the nearest dark room. George Stacy is about to be kidnapped. Fuck off. What? As he's speaking to his daughter on the phone, he is grabbed by a group of convicts who have decided the best way to break out of custody is to sneak through the infirmary. I mean, I'm not going to lie. They've got this far, so they're clearly doing something right. He is grabbed as he speaks to his daughter on the phone by a group of very scary individuals. Oh, yeah, not a single pupil drawn in this panel <laughs> other, other than George Stacey's and the whites of his eyes, man. <laughs> yeah, you, the only thing you're seeing <laughs> is so many convicts he looks and like one he's, very scared <laughs> George Stacey. He looks like he's being taken by the most fug-like village people ever. <laughs> There's a lot of furrowed brows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, mucho brow. It's a, <laughs> it's a scary situation, to be honest. He's just been, like, grabbed from behind, a hand over his mouth, dragged through the infirmary. And these criminals, right, their day is about to go... I don't know whether to say from bad to worse or bad to better, because they head through the unsecure, unsecured infirmary, of course, and they pass by Spider-Man. Just wait, the Spider-Man wait, is... wait, wait, hold up. Record stretch. Yeah, that's me. Right. So they got... A... They took Spider-Man, a fucking super-powered, like, roid-raging nut, off the street. Someone who has done a lot of damage to lots of buildings, literally flattened the whole entire flat which is quite ironic, in the middle of New York. A geezer that has stole jets, broke into military facilities, got brainwashed once and robbed a nuclear isotope, right? They put him in the infirmary and went, yeah, yeah, no guards. What the fuck? Not a singular (laughs) guard, not one. Well, the guard was George Stacey. <laughs> he was just being kidnapped from, by the other injured prisoners who should have been guarded. Even then, G- George Stacey's only just come out of being brainwashed. He's clearly still not, like, functioning properly. He has to walk around the place with a cane. I'm going to tell you, man, NYPD can do better. And I'm very shocked that this is where I was about to say my taxpayers' dollars, but they're not. They are yours. If you are from New York. Well, this all happens while Gwen is on the phone and she's like, oh, it sounds like some sort of scuffle. And then we can imagine is just says like, don't, don't take my green beans, please. <coughs> don't take my green beans. Hey, boss, he keeps talking about green beans. I don't know what he means about green beans. Hit him in the nuts. <laughs> Real hard. <laughs> Sunday there. You won't find any nuts there. I do Kiko exercises every single day. I suck them up. It's like it's like steel down there. My pelvic floor is so strong. I tell you, <laughs> I challenge that Spider-Man to squats and kegels. In fact, do it again. Kick me in the nuts again. I dare you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like sharp intakes of breath every time. It's like <laughs> every time the, the fucking the, the toe punted up against the crotch. I'm 70, but I'm taking it like a 50-year-old. <laughs> Boss, he's not going down. <laughs> this strong, wiry old man is just like, holding them all off, like just tensing. By the, the, the sheer power of his groin alone. Like a westernized version of Master Roshi from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> 
but with no beard and no glasses, he's just extremely scrawny and wiry. <laughs> he's spunky, mate. That's what it is. He's, he's got spirit. <laughs> well, they take Stacy, and they like they're kind of sneaking around. There's there's no guards. There's no guards. They've got a hostage. They can get out of here. This this plan is working, but they stumble past the cell which is holding Spider Man. And Spider Man's he's recovering and he's ready to go. Then he hears, oh, there's a lot of commotion outside. So he kind of gets up and he looks around the corner. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> His anxiety just sets in one more time. It really does as well. He says, okay, so um, I could handle this usually. I've just woken up from a major concussion and I'm sore as a fuck. And there are, there's a lot of angry, muscly men holding George Stacey hostage and ready to snap his neck. Man, those panels are actually quite intense, aren't they, when you look at them? They, 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 it's very dramatic. Yeah, like, you, like every, you can tell that every single thought that he's had is like really weighted. So there's a reason for that is he is genuinely, genuinely in two minds whether to save George Stacey or just like <laughs> Scarpa. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, when you're playing like a battle royale game and like you're hiding in a bush or whatever and you see that one guy running from the storm and you're like, do I get him now or do I wait to see if he's got buddies? That's that's that moment, man. So Spider-Man says, do I dare risk it? Do I, I'm going to risk my life, Gwen's dad's life, and I'm not at 100%, or I could get out, come back, or I could do just just disappear. Then he says, I, I swore, I swore to myself, I'm never going to turn my back on anyone again. I'm not going to do it now because with great power must come great responsibility. And Spider-Man injured still has great power, so he has to be responsible. Yeah, getting it the correct way around as well. But the fuck is he doing, man? Is he? Is he... You know what? I, I will say I love correcting people. I'm like, uh-huh. well, <laughs> well, uh-huh. you just push, actually, push the glasses further. <laughs> push the glasses further up your nose as the light reflects off of it. So here's me pushing my glasses up my nose. Oh well, just grew in amazing fantasy fifteen page something or other. It is the quote actually is attributed to uh, attributed to Peter Parker Spider Man, and it's uh, with great power must it's that, come great responsibility. Spider Man doesn't even say it. it's narrated. It says it. It's, yes, actually, exactly. You well actually me when I was well actually everyone. I neck bearded you, man. I literally sh- you mansplained me when I was mansplaining everyone. Motherfucker sent you to the shadow realm, son. Double <laughs> negative. <laughs> I don't know how to handle this or progress. <laughs> you don't, man. We just get on with the comic. <laughs> you just accept. You accept that you're a loser, and you just have to have to settle. Okay. Okay. Wow. Spider-Man's plan to get out of this. He's not at his best. He's nowhere near his best. He stumbles into the room with the crooks. He literally stands in the doorway and like leans up against the doorway. <laughs> why didn't he um why didn't he whistle? Why didn't he just like knock some <laughs> over? Because then at least he'll draw <laughs> one of them away. At least one or two. And then there's a stealth takedown. Why why would you not do that? Because they've all got big metal bars and they're ready to beat George Stacy's head in. <laughs> He kind of leans up the door and goes, uh, boys, is it a, uh, is it a uh, private party? Or can uh, anyone join in? <laughs> Fucking hell. But the thing is, he's like, he's still so like done in that, you know, he's just like, oh, boys. Yeah, his posture isn't great. No. He's like, oh. He looks, he looks, <laughs> he looks tuckered out, man. That's me after I make the trip over to the fridge. Just leaning up you against know when you're it. That you're that tired, you're swaying. <laughs> Fucking it's like, uh, is that a private, private party? Uh, boys, hi, is that a part? Oh, let me try again. One sec, one sec, one sec. <laughs> He's genuinely falling asleep under his mask. 
it's it's Doc Ock. It's Doc Ock when he sits down for his KFC, then realizes he left his drink in the kitchen. <laughs> you know he's you know he's a uh, a TV dinner tray kind of guy as well. <laughs> when he sits back, his thighs are so round they the dinner tray fucking slides off. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> You'd say I like the KFC because it requires no cutlery, which means there is less to wash up, which is already brilliant as there is no plate. Yeah, I've just remembered he'll ask have to ask for like triple the KFC fresh wipes for his uh his robotic arms. <laughs> Hint of lemon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've got I've got a genuine story here I need to tell. Oh shit. I've got please. a relevant story. There's a story. Okay. Um I'm quite a kind person. Okay. If someone asked me for something, I'd do my best to grant it. Um a gentleman who needed help, he came up to me and says, I had a drink in my hand, like it was a Tim Hortons ice cap, the the best refreshing drink around. And um this guy says, Oh, can you can you get me a drink? And I was like, Yeah, okay. I'll I'll get you a drink. And he says, I said, what drink do you want? Like a Coke. He goes, oh, oh, can I please? And he had a sleeping bag and he was, he had a broken nose and everything. He was clearly in a state, genuinely like rough sleeping, not just, yeah, not yeah. just a quote unquote per- person who's doing, who's just doing it, even if that exists. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll get you a drink. And he says, you've essentially oh, just turned have- around and just been like, this guy's definitely on heroin. Like essentially, he needed he needed help, and he had a sleeping bag, and he was clearly rough sleeping. Um, so I said, "What drinks do you want?" And I thought, "Oh yeah, he's gonna have a coke water." Oh, can I get a uh, milky bar crusher? And I was like, "Okay, I'll get you a milky bar crusher." And so, like, can I get a wrap as well? And I'm like, oh, "Yeah, I'll get you a fucking snack wrap. I'll get you a snack wrap." I go in, and I was like, "Okay, that's, that's three quid. It's not what's four quid to me." Like, yeah, it's fuck fuck all. It. It. It's, it's nothing. And I buy it, and he, I'm buying it on the screen, right? And I turn to him, and I put my thumbs up, and he kind of like walks into KFC. I'm like. Okay, I'm getting it. He goes, oh, is it on there? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's on there. Don't worry, don't worry. I'll come and get it. I know you don't want to be in here because I kick you out again or whatever. So I get it. I'm like, I can help him now. I'll get him loads of fucking cutlery, loads of wet wipes, every fucking tons of seasoning, loads of plastic straws, put it all in the bag, right? And I'm like, I'm buzzing. I've got the gears for his food. He's got loads of cutlery. Man's sorted. I know it's only a little thing. I give him the bag and it's full of stuff, right? And I've go. I'm, I'm sorry, I got to run for the bus. I run for the bus. I get on the bus. I turn around. The geezer takes the wrap out, takes the crusher out, fucks the cutlery off into the bin. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> those plastic straws. You, you, you need. You've made a mistake, man. So many. You need them. So many turtles are going to get fucked up now. But he chucked all the seasoning, everything into the bin. He just went into wrap, and I can't blame him. I just thought those forks might have come in handy. Those sporks, <laughs> sporks, man. <laughs> oh, those wet wipes would have come in handy as well, because you know you've been on the street, you're not eating with cutlery, so you might want to sanitize them hands first, my friend. And I thought seasoning right. Life on the streets doesn't grant you the privilege of salt and pepper. Like you kind of just yeah, get man, you get what you're given. He's got, he's got like. Hand, he's got street hands in it, man. That's that street seasoning right there. Let me go straight back to the comic. The tangent's dead now. Street seasoning, you, you killed it. You killed it. Uh, anywho, on Spider-Man's plan, as he stumbles into this room, half asleep, he says, "You've got it all wrong, guys. Don't attack me because I want to join you." Okay. I want to be with you. And they say, fuck off, Spider-Man. You're, you're Spider-Man. I bet you're half, you are Spider-Man. half those geese are in there because of Spider-Man. And Spider- yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happens is one guy says, well, no, I wouldn't be in here, right, if it wasn't for you, Spider-Man. So, you know, you don't want to be with me. I was about to say, because like, they... if, if Doc, Ock, so Doc Ock can serve a sentence and get out in half a day, these fuckers must have done something real bad, like Doc Park and Double Yellows or something. <laughs> <laughs> something real bad. As Spidey's speaking to him, he's like, oh shit, he's right. I've put half of these guys away. Someone hits him and he takes it. Just completely takes it. 
And he says, oh, yeah, I took it because I wanted you to, I didn't think anyone would be stupid enough to hit me. I really genuinely think he didn't see it coming at all. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like when you get a cold, because I'd imagine like, I have not fell out of a building. I have not fell many stories onto concrete. But I have had a severely bad cold where my head feels like it's literally going to cave in on itself at any moment. So, like, your senses are already fucked in that. And imagine his spider sense just constantly ringing in his ear. Like, you ain't going to be able to see shit. It's not good, Brad. No. But he takes it like a champ, though, I'm guessing. Yeah, he takes it and he turns around and says, ha I did that because I didn't think you'd be all stupid enough to do that. And they all jump him because they're like, oh, he's fucking Spider-Man, let's, let's get him. And he starts chucking around the room and then he stopped when one of them goes, okay, we don't need to beat up Spider-Man, we'll just kill George Stacy. Shit! <laughs> this, this guy, this guy, I'm guessing he's, he was the one who had the idea to go through the infirmary because he's, in, he's an ideas man. He is clearly a leader. I also want to fucking direct everyone's attention to this panel because it is fucking fantastic. Spider-Man has grabbed the geezer by the cuff of his shirt and literally just backhanded him across the face. The context here is just what I was about to get into, Brad. This is excellent. What does he do when everyone turns on George Stacy? He picks up one big guy, slaps him, and says, do whatever the fuck you want with George Stacy." <laughs> <laughs> Big move, he man. He doubles down on the bluff. Big move. Fucking player. And he says to himself, right, if they go on George Stacey, I'm going to have to just get serious, but this better do the trick. And they're like, oh, hey, he doesn't care. They don't care. He doesn't care about George Stacey. He's just, he just wants to get out of here. Yeah, you, you can join us. We need Spider-Man. And Spider-Man's like, as it, Spider-Man's got a guy and he's pummeling. He's like battering him, right? <laughs> he says, oh, I'm glad that worked. And he's still like laying hands into him. You know, it reminds me of, man. Did you ever used to have one of them balloons as a kid that had like a, a rubber band attached to it? And you just keep twatting it and then it just keep coming back. <laughs> and then paddle balls. Yeah. He's treating that one fug like that paddle ball ball. Like he's just holding him with one hand and just beating him with the other. He's just like, he's a pot, like a bag of bones at this point. He's just completely at the mercy of Spider-Man. And all the other guys are just like, yeah, he could join us. Meanwhile, these guys concussed. He's being dragged about the gaff like it's nothing. <laughs> they have to beg him to stop. Oh, oh, stop it now. Stop making him the muscle. Stop hitting him. Please. <laughs> the geezer's face is completely like, it's just mush. Spider-Man's just like, you guys are do you. It's almost like the guy who's just like, yeah, you could be in a gang now. And Spider-Man's just like, like what, well, huh? You said something? He's like looking over <laughs> yeah, his shoulder. I can't hear you over this boy's face getting made into steak. Just <laughs> tender as fuck, man. <laughs> they all go, all right, uh, we got Spider-Man. Uh, we got a hostage now. What, uh, let's see Let's see how we get out of here. And Spider-Man gets more all around and goes, here's the plan. Here's a plan. And then it cuts to Harry Osborne walking through the street because we've got to do a meanwhile, Brad. Why do they always do this? They always cut in at like the juiciest parts. I will say it sets a scene. It's good. It doesn't, this bit doesn't need to be here. It doesn't need to be here. You can, is it just, you can is it just, just not be here. Just for a little bit of foreshadowing. Yes. Okay. So Harry Osborne is pounding the streets of New York. He's looking for his dad because his dad's run off. His dad, of course, is Norman Osborne. Norman Osborne is having what is known in the industry as a fucking mental breakdown. <laughs> um, um, Harry, um, just to let you know, um, I'm buying a Ferrari. I don't know why. Oh, ha- <laughs> Harry, my heart is beating so fast. And I think I might be having what you, your friends might call it as a panic attack. <laughs> he's missing, so he didn't say that to Harry. He's just imagining he's imagining Harry's across the room being able to help him. But no, he's sitting in, in a sodden a sodden armchair somewhere crying. Oh, that's not good. That's in my head. It's not actually revealed, but that's where that's the only place he can be. It would make sense. Well, Harry's worried. As he would be, he realises that his dad 
is mentally unstable. He's sick. He can't. He needs fucking help. Not not to mention where is he? Not to mention Harry can't keep riding off of Daddy's books if Daddy isn't well enough to keep making books. Well, he he goes to the Norman's club, Norman Osborne's club, of course, and goes. You know what? I'll ask the people in here because they know my dad better than. And he starts crying. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> he arrives at the club and he goes around asking the patrons if they've seen his dad. This is all the rich politicians, all the, the well-to-do people in the town. His dad, of course, is secretly the former Green Goblin. Only one person knows, and that's Peter Parker. And Peter Parker's not about to fucking tell anyone. Yeah, but imagine if Harry goes in there and he's like, he's looking for his dad, right? And he's just like, Norman Osborn. And like, who? Norman Osborn. Like, you know, Norman Osborn comes in here all the time and he's just like, I don't know anyone by Norman Osborn. I know I know a guy called called the the Titty Slapper, like as these gentlemen clubs do, like you know, and you get like like fat bez and stuff. <laughs> this is like everyone's getting weird nicknames in these gentlemen clubs. Oh, bez, have you ever seen Norman? See Norman? No. No. Uh, uh, what are you drinking? No, you just, you're just like you're just cunt. <laughs> <laughs> As he's putting down a pound on the nearest pool table. <laughs> he's dropped a pound and it's rolling around a billiards table and his hands are too light. He's so drunk that he can't catch the pound as it rolls around that smooth felt. Like, <laughs> he's, like fucking... he's got a pint in one hand and a pool cue in the other. And he's you can see him looking down at both of them as if to say, like, I know I need to do something in order to pick up the pound, but I don't know what. My fingers are like sausages and the pound <laughs> is like a pound. Oh, <laughs> uh, the worst thing is, is that our main audience is American people. And <laughs> I've just been thinking, we've described a situation that very few very people will few. be able to relate with. These clubs are old, old English clubs where labor movement started. And it's just old people who used to mine, went to these like really shoddy pubs. They're like squares. I worked in one for many a year. They're like squares. You don't drink in a pub with a flat roof is the rule. (laughs) Indeed. That's the rule. That's the rule. There is no culture there, man. The reason is you don't belong there because the culture that existed in that pub is dead because those jobs don't exist anymore. So it's just this fucking... I wouldn't say it's sad or anything. It's not like sad. It's just like, it's a fucking time machine. No word of a lie. <laughs> right back when I used to work, back when I used to work at the the the, uh, the working man's club close to mine. Um, on a Saturday, it used to be really really dead in uh, the room called the lounge. I mean, that's how bad it is. It's called the lounge. And one of the, one one of the bosses in there, right? He used to call it. He, no word of a lie. He used to call it God's waiting room because <laughs> it was just full of like sixty plus year olds. Well, I don't. I don't mean to seem sound heartless, but when I used to speak on like the phones to or when I used to work at the electric company about bills, like, one of them was like a, a social club, and they were crying right because they had to shut down the club. And I was like, no, no one, no one goes to the, the club anyway. Like it's, it just exists. It exists in a vacuum. It does. Like, it's like all these things that we used to rely on just. They don't exist like these gentlemen's clubs. Do they still exist? Yeah, the titty bars now, aren't they? Exactly. That's a different thing, isn't it? That's an entire... It's not like you and the lads go to the fucking green sofas and chill smoking pipes and talk about politics. It's like you go and you waste all your money and then you get really drunk and you can do that anywhere. I reckon it still exists, but to a very few elite people... They just literally if you are British, just could, would like to hear country from you. clubs, any that's what they are now. We'd like to hear from you if you're a patron of a gentleman's club or a country club, and we'd like to know why. Just why? I'm gonna tell you right now. Are you still going? I'm gonna tell you right now. The demographic of a gentleman's club versus the demographic of swinging through Spider-Man as a Van diagram. These fuckers don't overlap. Tell you that now. What are you saying about our listeners, Brad? I'm just saying that they are not the kind of people that chill on green sofas, smoking cigars, talking about politics. Oh, J. Jonah Jameson, who's at the Gentleman's Club. Oh, yeah, he's... We got there. In the end, we come back around full circle. 
It was a stretch, but we did it. Norman Osborne is a missing man. Harry Osborne's looking for him. He asked Jay Jonah Jameson. Jameson, of course, being an adult, being a rich, privileged New York man, makes it about himself. And he wants Peter Parker, who is Harry Osborne's friend, and he doesn't care where Norman Osborne is because he wants Parker's photographs. But hasn't hasn't JJ invested money into Norman Osborne so he should really care about his investments? Mm, do you think he gives a shit? Yeah, clearly not. Just wants that big scoop. Harry, Os- Harry Osborne is just walks dejected on the street and he completely ignores the presence of a new look Mary Jane Watson. He's, okay, so Mary Jane Watson always has these movements like she's doing Audrey Horn's dance out of Twin Peaks and I don't know if you've ever seen it, Brad, but it's this moment in Twin... It's like it, a standalone. If you watch it on YouTube, it's really weird, but if you're watching the episodes, it's like you get drawn into it and it's like, what the f- Flip. What the fuck is going no, on I, here? I can, kind, get... I can kind of see in every in every panel that she's drawn, she kind of just looks like she's sauntering on to. Yeah, exactly. So in in Twin Peaks, this girl's this girl is sitting. This femme fatale is sitting at like the bar, the the, the diner, drinking coffee. And this song starts playing, and she stands up and dances to the entire thing on your own. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Mary Jane Watson is the sad version of that. The sad version. <laughs> like she's just dancing. She's dancing, no one cares. No one's drawn into her. Everyone just bypassing her. That's exactly what Harry Osborne does. She speaks to him. He walks past. <laughs> In his thought bubble, he actually acknowledges that she's there, but carries on walking anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the room. You know, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He walks, he walks down the street, sees Mary. He doesn't even see her. He's just like, he acknowledges like, oh, there's Mary Jane. <laughs> Keeps walking. And then she says, oh, what's wrong with you? And he goes, oh. And then walks on. I kind of feel like I have to prepare myself for every time I read a Mary Jane bubble. I've got to really like set on myself down so I could be like, what's this bitch going to say now? Because <laughs> she, she, fro- she throws out some slang, man. <laughs> to be fair, that exact phrase is applied. And I was, I'm not going to say the female characters. It's applied to fucking Jameson, Peter Parker, Harry Osborne, Flash Thompson, Jay, you know, Jameson again, Norman Osborne. Everyone, what the fuck is this bitch going to come out with next? Every character, Brad? Every character. Every single one. Well, Harry Osborne, he he knows that his dad's panicking. He knows his dad gets angrier when he speaks about the Green Goblin or Spider-Man, but he can't put it all together. Mm. Clearly there's a Harry, link. Your dad's a, Harry, your dad's either Green Goblin or the Spider-Man. I'll tell you now, ha- he smells like the Green Goblin. Harry, did you not notice that one day your dad was absolutely shredded? Just, just overnight? Yeah, did you not notice that your dad got that drunk? On, on cans of ale, on bags, on bags of cans that he fell asleep in his boxer shorts with a latex green goblin mask on. <laughs> Sounds like an average Saturday night in the Hughes household. <laughs> well, Harry can't make the link. We all make the link. We know he's the fucking green goblin. You cannot get that past us anymore. But Brad, I want to go back to Spider-Man because the story actually requires that we go back to Spider-Man now. Oh, thank God. At the infirmary, the police finally mobilise as Spider-Man tries to lead these crooks out because it's the only way he's going to get Captain George Stacy out. Spider-Man is planning, of course, to turn on them all the second he can to make a move to save Captain George Stacy. The, the guards, they move in with fucking guns, mate. They're ready to go DEFCON 5. Spider-Man says, oh, you know what? I'll break some bars out. We'll get out that way. Easy. So he... <laughs> They don't understand this. Spider-Man's definition of breaking bars is, I will crawl onto the roof. I will tear the bars on the roof open and get out myself. They think he's just going to bend the bars slot behind them. Ah, clever. That's where the police are. So it kind of worked. The excuse works, but they're like, oh no. Okay. Now we're stuck in a cell with police outside. We've got a hostage and Spider-Man has broken open the bars on the, the roof and he's gone out of the roof and he'll said, he said he'll open the door for us on the other side. <laughs> fools! Fools, I say! <laughs> you fool! <laughs> you fell for my whimsy! 
in case you didn't know, it's the first stupid thing. We said Peter Parker, his life gets worse. He does stupid things. Is The first stupid thing he does was throw it in with a load of criminals in front of everyone. Oh, yeah. The second stupid thing is coming up. The second... You will not fucking believe this. I don't know, man. He's done some doozies in the past. No, 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 no. You will You will not. He's heading... Spider-Man, his plan... It's simple. He's heading for a fuse box. He's going to kill the lights. He's going to go back in, take them out one by one, get George Stacy safe and bout it out of there. Simple plan. He swings outside. He sneaks through to the other side of the infirmary. He jumps in through a window. The police officers don't know where Spider-Man is. They don't know what's going on. Spider-Man jumps through, webs him up and says, fuck you all. Where's the fuse box? And keep your mouth shut. You're not going to believe me anyway. Get in the fucking closet. Bye. <laughs> he turns around. He sees a phone. Okay. Then he says, okay, I've got to go to the fuse box. Oh, there's a phone. I haven't called Aunt May in days. No. She'll be worried sick about me. I better, uh, you know, I've got a chance now to call her. F- George Stacy could die any second. Any second. For some reason, Peter Parker, our Spider-Man, thinks he should call his Aunt May using the phone. In a police, in a, in a police station. And he, Spider-Man's like, oh, okay, I've got to roll my mask up. It, it hurts to move my mask. My head is hurting that much. I can't move my mask. He pulls his mask over. His face you know, is back you know what, you know what this bleeding. Is, you know what, actually? This is procrastinating. <laughs> Spider-Man's got a job to do, and he's just like, yeah, just, just a quick phone call. I'll get, I'll get right on it after that. I, I promise. I'll, I'll make this phone call. I'll, I'll do it after that. Not a problem. <laughs> it's crazy. It's this, this, this is uh, okay. He's rolled his mask up. His face is bleeding. He's bloody. Aunt May picks up the phone. She says, oh, oh so, you know, he says, it's Aunt, Aunt May. Uh, it's Peter. It's the first chance I've had to call you. I'm fine. I'm real busy. And she's like, where are you? you? I haven't heard of you. You know, you, you don't keep things from me. There's something wrong. I can hear it in your voice. You sweat. You can, I can smell your sweat over the phone. <laughs> I can hear you breathing. I can he- hear the hurt in your voice. Where are you? I, Point, why don't you tell me? I can hear your wobbly teeth. Yeah, and he's, he's like, oh, I've got to hang up now. Oh, yeah, because that's not spe- not suspicious at all. Because he knows the longer he talks, the worse it will get. And he says, please don't worry. I'll probably say I'm okay. Puts the phone down. He probably should have just not rang her and then just go see her after, after this is done. Go low life for a little while. Yep. And then he has a bit of self-reflection. He slams the phone and says, okay, that didn't do any good. <laughs> it just made everything worse. Literally the worst idea anyone has ever had. Because it's not like you can just kick back on a phone call and be like, so how's your week been? You know, have a leisurely well, conversation. There's, no, there's nothing There's nothing that tells me that there's something wrong than someone phoning me up and just screaming down the phone. Everything is Okay. I can literally just imagine the phone. Okay, the phone conversation is going to go like this. Huh. Aunt May, it's like, mm, mm, Aunt May. Hello? Aunt May, like, everything's okay? And then just hang up. <laughs> <laughs> just, ching. She's like, Aunt May, everything's okay? Oh, that was dumb. <laughs> but the halfway through the word dumb, it cuts out because he hangs up. <laughs> oh, that was dumb. <laughs> the good thing is it, it galvanizes Spider-Man into thinking, right, I've got to get home because that was stupid. I have to finish this quick, fast, goes to the fuse box, rips it out of the wall, goes back outside, up up the infirmary, back down through the skylight. Then he goes, right, these crooks are going to fucking get it now. Pitch black. Pitch black, mate. They lead George Stacy first. Spider-Man waits on the roof. As, two last, as the last two pass through the doors, he bangs their head together. Right? Yeah. Bangs the red together, innit? They're like, the, the league guy's like, oh, where's Spider-Man? Spider-Man says, I'm right behind you. Don't worry, lads. <laughs> As you can hear the voice coming. This has got two of the them voice co- smashing their heads together. <laughs> you can hear the voice from above. <laughs> it's like, he's, he, he's clearly going to sound strange though, because he's got two people's heads banging them together like, yeah, I'm right behind you. <laughs> but he's in the dark and all these folks are like, they, they don't know where they're going right. They've got George Stacy in the lead. And then they're like, oh, okay, where's Mac? Because Mac was the last guy. And where's Gimpy? 
and these are the actual names. Where's Gimpy? Because um, they were the last two into this room, and now they're not even in this room. So, <laughs> so yeah. But can you imagine it? Like you, know, you know, when you hear like like sneakers, like like um, squeak on the floor, <laughs> and it's just like you're real like. I'm just behind you guys. Just there's okay, the best thing about this panel is when when the guy asks where's Mac and Gimpy, where have they gone? They were right here. There's a there's a voice bubble that is shooting off screen for Spider Man on the roof. And he's like, Yeah, just keep going. Don't worry. <laughs> it's it's fine guys. I'm 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 keeping an eye on everything up here. Not a problem in this pitch black. The Spider-Man's on the roof above him, and the main guy says, I don't like it. I'm going back. I'm fucking going back. And then he's looking, and Spider-Man's like panicking on the roof, right? And the one guy is looking around like Metal Gear side, you know, when he sees you, and he's like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, literally a question mark. I'm looking around. Thankfully, they don't see the two bodies bagged by Spider-Man attached to the roof that, with Webby. That's some Dark Souls shit, that is. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, there's, there's no sign of the lads. They, they're just uh, they've run run off, and they're like, "Where's Spider Man? He's meant to be leading us." Spider Man's on the roof, punches this guy so hard it knocks him out, and uh, the, this main guy who's holding Stacy goes, "Oh, what was that?" And Spider Man, as he's punching the guy, goes, "Oh, I'm just trying to answer questions. Don't worry." He's sung down to throw that punch as well, so he'd be like, "Just trying to answer questions." Just like literally from one side of the room to the other. <laughs> Yeah. Just trying to answer questions. You'd, you'd hear like a, and then you'd hear like a gears just flop to the floor after that. So, <laughs> like these, they love sound effects in this shit, and yet there is not a single sound effect throughout these whole entire. <laughs> Can't expect him to knock people out silently. It's not like he's putting them on sleeper holds or anything. It's so funny. Imagine this being such. You know, in Adventure Time, when Jake's is when he gets bit by a spider with stubs his toe and he screams silently. <laughs> it's like that. The spider on whacking no, someone no, so no. hard it breaks you his know, face and he's like scream silently, like in his mask. Like, have you ever, have you ever seen like the music videos where they take the music off of it and you could just okay, yeah, that's what I'm imagining. He's finally punched everyone out except the guy holding George Stacy. Spider-Man's attached to the wall. He's above the hostage taker. He's like, all right, as long as the lights don't come back on, I've got an advantage here. Oh, shit. As this hostage taker, he's turned to him. He's like, wait, where's everyone? Come on, guys, where, where are you? Where are you? And the lights come on. He turns around and everyone is like <laughs> bagged up in webbing. <laughs> Banged up. You know the killer of it is, is that the webbing wears off after a certain amount of hours. So those fuckers are just gonna fall from the ceiling. <laughs> so they're all webbed up. Spider Man double crossed us, and I was I'm, I was praying for Spider Man in the next part to go. Well, it would have been like Batman or something, but he didn't. He wasn't obviously gonna say that. <laughs> and the guys like, no one's taking me alive. You're taking Stacy. I'm taking Stacy with him. I'm just- kind of gutted that the guy was holding Stacy. He didn't just like look up and go. Actually, this one's on me. This one is on me. I I, I shouldn't have trusted you. Yeah, this is on me. This is is awful. (laughs) Well, he's shouting and screaming. He says he's going to kill George Stacy, but Spider-Man's above him and just slaps him in the head with webbing and then punches him. He's down. And Spider-Man's like, oh, yeah. uh, Tough night, right, Captain? Gets a money shot on him. Oh, George says, you know, Spider-Man, I'm grateful to you. I never believed you'd, you'd throw in. I knew you'd be doing it. And man, if, you know, I'll, I'll happily testify you on your behalf when the time comes. And Spider-Man's like, what do you mean on my behalf? Uh, and George Stacey says, oh yeah, you got to stay here because you need to be arrested. You know, it's it's right that you're arrested. You'll be a prisoner, then you have the trial. <laughs> but you've done, nothing, you've done nothing wrong because I will give you a chance to clear your name and I will back you up. Spider-Man's gone. He goes. <laughs> Just like straight out of a window. It's literally like... Yeah, he's straight through like, the fucking window. One panel, George Stacy's going, no, you got to stay in prison. And then the next panel is Spider-Man. <laughs> just out the window. It's not even like he's just jumped out of a glass window. He's literally just peeled apart some bars. And he's fucking half out. 
There is no there's no movement. It's literally one the panel on the left, Spider-Man is a thousand percent in the prison. In the next panel, Spider-Man is 75% outside of the prison. <laughs> A to Z, man. A to Z. You know what? It's brilliant. Oh, the who says that pacing is a lost lost art? You don't need to show everything because that tells so many so words. So much. It says it, it says only what it needs to. It is quite literally here today, gone tomorrow. It's like, boom. It's the second he says, oh, yeah, you've done nothing wrong. You get the chance to clear your name. <laughs> He's gone. Fucking <laughs> instantly left. Well, the police burst in. It's just George Stacy on his own with loads of broken bodies. And they're like, oh, Captain Stacy, are you are you all right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, fine. Spider-Man helped me. Uh, Wait, I'm fine. hold up. Wait a minute. Right, so Stacy's been kidnapped, right? He's been wrangled through all of these office, through all of these offices, down corridors, throughout the whole entire infirmary. Right. Wrangled, by the way. Literally, like, one arm round his mouth, the other arm holding his arm behind his back. And this motherfucker still has his cane. How? But he, he pulled the cane on that big, big bastard in the Spectacular Spider-Man magazine, so why didn't he use it? Exactly. We know he's a bit dab hand with it. Also, his cane has no shadow, and that kind of bugs me. It's freaky that he's just standing in this room full of bodies, like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, it happened. Stuff happened. Where the fuck are these guards been? <laughs> well, at a debrief, he's taken in front of the commissioner, and he says, well, Spider-Man didn't do anything, don't just fucking leave it. Drop everything against Spider-Man, right, because the guy's clearly a good guy. He smashed a jailbreak. I think that makes up for a lot of stuff. Jay Jonah Jameson bursting. Right, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to stop you there. He still caused, you know, hundreds of dollars worth of, of property damage. He's, he's still escaped custody. That's still, again, no matter which way you slice it, he's breaking the law. Oh, Jameson steps in. He's like, Tom, it has never fucking happened. <laughs> you let him go. <laughs> And George Stacey just, you can't win them all, Jonah. Oh, uh, this is Stacey, Stacey saying that as he's lighting up a pipe as well. Absolute mad. <laughs> he's not even listening to J- Jameson. He's walking outside of him and Jameson's like, he fucking started it. <laughs> and George Stacey's like, okay, how would you, how would you, uh, how would you manage to stop him? Then JJ. Oh, right. How would you have done a fucking thing? He's like, I'm fucking smarter than him. I'm stronger than him. And that he's just walking out to the cab. And James is just giving him the fucking right act again. He's like, I'm the best man. I'm Spider Man's not better than me. And George Stacey is just like, fucking just enduring him. Oh, I do feel sorry for, for Stacy because he's had nothing but an ear bending this whole entire comic. <laughs> he is usually we rip on Peter for being like the downtrodden and like such worse looking that, but Stacy has been put through it in this comic, and yet the guy okay, still well, just left the building smoking his pipe, just like yeah, yeah, I'm a bad man. Fuck you all. Fuck you, JJ. Spider Man's an absolute geezer. Like, <laughs> hats off to him. He doesn't sit there whining like he's a little bitch because he's got so much responsibility. Well, Brad, I'd like to make some kind of an announcement. I don't know how regular we can make this, but if you'd, you know, just give me, if you'd allow me the pleasure, I'd like to make Captain George Stacy the very first swinging through Spider-Man recipient of the Captain George Stacy Green Beans recipient medal. <laughs> I can, the I can get showed, behind that. For the man who showed the most spunk in this episode. Yes! <laughs> For the man that can. The man that can, yeah. I would. We don't know how regularly we'll do it. It'll pop up when it happens. But in issue 65, we awarded the first Captain Judge Stacy green bean medal. It's just a literally a limp, fro- like once frozen green bean. Pass it on. Judge Stacy, it's yours. Still saga. Because the comic ends with him having to endure J. Jonah Jameson as Spider-Man looks on and goes, ha ha. And he remembers that he's actually got shit to do. Oh, I've got to go home to see Aunt May. Oh, That's yeah. The end. I, oh, yeah. I actually have responsibilities with all my power. <laughs> Some say that they must come with all of this power. Uh, next, Brad. Next is Mysterio. Oh, cracking. It's uh, that, that's very timely. 
Very, very timely indeed. Yeah, we um have you watched it yet? I haven't but speak. You don't have to do spoilers, just say it's good. Yeah, no, I ain't gonna do spoilers. It's just I'm just thinking that like obviously last time Homecoming came out, we uh we did a special episode discussing said said mover. So So if I can find the opportunity to maybe see it, we could probably do an episode discussing it. Oh mate, it's cracking man. The handle the handle everything so perfectly. Um some throwbacks to the first Mysterio comic, which is uh which was quite nice. And obviously now that we're doing swing through Spider Man, I was sitting there in, in the cinema going, Ah Wow. Yeah. It, it's it, uh it is good. It is very good. If if you've been following the MCU, um some little nuggets of gold in uh, the wow the right, it's it's it's, it's awesome. It's real good. Well, Brad, that's the end of issue sixty-five. Mm-hmm. I mean, quickly, did you like? Did you like it? I felt like it was a comic to just tie up loose ends. Um, clearly, something happening in the ways of Norman Osborn going back to being the Green Goblin at some point. Um, quite looking forward to that. Um, everything being foreshadowed and set up, kind of want that to pay off. Absolutely. Well, that's issue 65 done. It's our 75th episode. We'll have to do a recap sometime as well. We keep promising this stuff. But man, I've enjoyed it. We can find us at Spidey Podcast. We'd love to hear off you. We'd love if you could leave a nice review on wherever you listen. You can find us all over the place. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to listen, you can find us. You can listen on our bloody website, for God's sake. But um, yeah, leave a, if you like it, leave a review. We'd love to hear off you. We'd love your feedback. At Spidey Podcast, that's Bradley Hughes. I'm James Rushton. Next time, we'll be seeing Hysteria. Who's back in the fish bowl? <laughs> um, yeah. I, I guess we, that's I it. I forgot we did that for Mysteria. <laughs> We have to keep it up. So, yeah, we'll see you next time for Mysterio. Goodbye. Peace.